Okay, start off, you money boss. Top, 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 top. Top Hill. Top Hill, episode 13. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. A Baragani. And all of that good <laughs> stuff. You hear me? And happy holidays. Or that. You know what I mean? The American uh, civil way to say it. Yeah. Whatever whatever your religion is, whatever your 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 uh, ethnic background or whatever you guys celebrate, it's all good to me. Um I hope everybody's gonna have a good time with their family this uh holiday season or whatever. And uh yeah, man. This is Top Hill, number the number one hip hop culture slash black business podcast. Yes, sir. And uh, we got a very special episode for you guys today. Very special. Definitely. Chad, t- tell them what we got going on this episode, man. So in this episode, we are going to talk about the top ten albums of twenty nineteen. Now before Ooh! we get into this, <laughs> go. Before we get into this, y'all, um, I want to say I thought this was going to be easy because 2019, and I tweet about this. I said this to a numerous of my friends. I, I said I felt like I haven't been inspired by any album this year. I feel like it's been very slow. Not as far as putting music out. Like there's been plenty <laughs> of music that came out, but as far as good quality music. It's been kind of slow this year. Yes. And I was talking to E-Money Boss the other day. I was just telling him, um, I really feel like it's because everybody's waiting for their rollout in 2020. It's just like what happened in hip-hop in 2000s. I feel like everybody's waiting because it was a, it's a new decade about to get started on. Yeah. So they want to do it right. They want to, you know, set the, set set the, the bar. Tone. Yeah, set the tone. So, yeah, um... When I went, when I did this list, man, <laughs> I was like, dang, like, so, 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 what I, I, album had to be let go. It was a couple of them I had to just let go. <laughs> An album? Yeah. Bro. No, yeah, a, a couple of them. It was a couple of them. Um, yeah, man, but I think I'm pretty confident in my top 10. It's more so, I'm going to let him get into our criteria, but mine's is more based on not just my taste, but impact. Impact, I think it's big. Because you got people out here that can make a good album. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nothing now. Yeah. But nobody, not a lot of people can have impact when it comes to their albums. Like, impact, I'm talking about they singing it in the club. Mm-hmm. They playing it in the cars. They're still talking about it to this day. They're using lyrics to apply to their life. So, you got to think about that, too. Is like, artists impact with albums and their music is definitely um, something you need to consider Thanks. when you're critiquing an album or you're critiquing an artist. So that's what I'm basing my list on. Um, definitely a good criteria. Um, so this is going to be the criteria um, of what made us come to our decisions uh, with these top 10 albums. Okay, Number one, like Chad Vigna said, cultural impact. I mean... Music is very, uh, music impacts our culture, right? Um, so we want to know which album, like, really impacted the culture the hardest this year. Um, lyrics. Uh, lyrics are very important. Um, slash vocals. So if it's an R&B singer or whatever, 
the vocals gotta be up to par. You know what I mean? Um, next is beat selection. Um, Definitely. That, yeah. That's very important. It is. So your producers... Your you could be a really good rapper, but if your beat selection is trash, it's not gonna make me wanna listen. Like... Right. You that's me all butts. You I think that's, that's a lot of people. Yeah, it is. I mean, mm. you only got half of a song. If You know what I mean? If, if the beats ain't right, your lyrics are good, that's half of the song. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, next is quality. Um, basically, how did you wrap this up? You know what I mean? How did you put this together? Was it, does it sound like something that was just thrown together? Or is this something that you could tell they put a little bit of effort put some effort into it yeah. yeah that's very important quality beats quantity every single time exactly and when you have quality it just it speaks volumes it lasts longer yeah. it's longevity so you definitely have to have quality definitely i definitely feel like we have more quantity over quality this yeah year. yeah definitely so for sure we're gonna tr try to pick the best 10 this year um and then the last criteria to me this one's very important skippable songs you know what I mean? Some albums, you know, there's some tracks on there that are that don't need to be there. You know what I mean? They just, they just <laughs> like you just feel every time, like yeah, like they're filler songs. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some people wanted to have a certain amount of songs in there, a certain amount of minutes or whatever. I don't know what it is. But you know, that's very hard to do. The more yeah. I'm like digging into this music thing and we researching and stuff, like it's really hard to put together a cohesive album. And that's why I appreciate somebody like a Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, you know, you know, the big names. Like, you really got to sit down. And these are like hundreds of songs they probably oh, yeah. went through. They, they got shit in the chamber that they never released and stuff like that. But finding what goes together, it's like yeah. finding, like building the perfect playlist. Right? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, man, I, I appreciate any artist that took their time and effort just to really be like, nah, like, that lyric wasn't it. Like, I got to change it. Or, no, we need to do this vocals again. Or just every little detail. Details are so important. You know me. I, I love detail. Like, I love artistry, so. Right. Yeah, man, that's important. So, is that it for the criteria? That's it. Yeah, man, so just to, um, let me just repeat it again. Impact, mm -hmm. lyrics slash vocals, right. beat selection, quality, and skippable songs. Yes. Very important. I, I love this criteria. And E-Money Boss actually came up with the criteria. I think it's uh, brilliant. I think it's real. I feel like it, it gets um, right to the point because you got these um, other podcasts and reviewers and stuff. You know, they try to get there intellectual <laughs> point of view stuff but we buddy like we just keep it real like shit was trash bro <laughs> right. like it's no way of explaining it like y'all get what i'm saying so and we both got good taste in music we love music we're passionate about it but you know we're gonna have some difference of opinions mm. you know it is what it is and you know we'll see i think it'll be fun that we can do a little poll like who's top 10 is uh does our users like the most, you know what I mean? Okay. That'd be kind of Oh, funny. yeah, with it. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Let's, without further ado. Oh, man. Are we going to go, like, I do my 10, you do your 10? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so we will start from 10. Chad, will, uh, Visionary will give his 10. I'll give my 10. Then he'll give his 9. I'll give my 9 and et cetera. So... <laughs> Chad Visionaire. I gotta go first? Yes, you do. Uh. <laughs> Number 10 for Chad Visionaire is 
<laughs> oh man. Okay. I'm gonna go with this is gonna surprise y'all. I'm gonna go with Gunner, Drip or Drown 2. Mm. And <laughs> this came out earlier this yeah. year. Yeah. And um Gunner really solidified itself. He's um a part of YSL Records with Young Thug and a bunch there's a bunch of them um on that label now that's making big moves. Yeah. But um Gunner his vocals, if we're talking about, he's, he's not lyrical, that's, everybody knows that, he's not a lyrical rapper, but as far as vocals and delivery and his performance on each song, he really just sticks out. He's like a young thug, I can I understand why they're together, so. Yeah. He really like stands out and brings something much more to a song. And to go back to Astroworld on Travis Scott when he did that one song, you know what song I'm talking about, I can't remember. But his feature on there, it just really showed that his astronomical, I like to say, vocal mm -hmm. points that he brings to songs mm -hmm. is kind of addicting. Like, I like hearing it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I don't care if he repeats himself. Like, as long as the flow, his flow is really good, his delivery, the way he comes across the songs, I think it's phenomenal. And he's another one that could rap. I don't think y'all should sleep on Gunner when, when it comes to raps and bars as well. And he got a few songs out there in his older projects. But to get back to this album, Drip or Drown 2, um, it was highly acclaimed as far as like the streets and stuff. There, there's some young thugs, um, big fans out there. Like mm -hmm. it's like the beehive of young thug. So they love Gunner as well. Yeah. And Gunner, uh, he delivered a mixtape, Drip or Drown, the mm -hmm. first one. Mm -hmm. And he he has a mixtape series that people like really mess with hard. Mm -hmm. So this this was highly anticipated when it came out. And when it dropped, it wasn't disappointing. He got songs, standout songs, Richard, Richard Millie playing. He got um Speed, Speed It Up. Mm. Speed It Up, that song. The joint um, he did with the Asian like background too. Oh bro, that's my favorite. That joint is hard, bro. Bro, I was listening to that the other day. I'm just like a song I could just keep playing over and over. That's that beat selection. Whoever did that beat. Shout out to you. I think it was uh, Wheezy, the dude he oh, always yeah. worked with. Um, Wheezy, yeah. Yeah, Wheezy, yeah. I think it was him, but man, that song is phenomenal. And then he got the song with um, Wheezy again that produced it and Young Thug, Three Headed Snake. Mm -hmm. That was a great collaboration. Mm -hmm. There's some, it's just bangers on there. Like, And I hear the songs all the time. If I'm riding with somebody, they playing the song. The impact is there. Um, what am I missing? I touched on the vocals. The beat selection was good. It was something um, that wasn't that was different from everybody. Like mm -hmm. as far as um, his genre, I mean his style of music, quality, uh, quality. Mm -hmm. I have to be honest. That's what he's like. That yeah. Um, I don't know if I could listen to his project a few years from now. Um, but we're talking about 2019. Best of this year. Best of this year. And this album is still being played heavy. This album did make the Billboard charts on number one. So that speaks volumes too. So I don't think it should be forgotten. And to me personally, it's my own take. I don't think there's any skippable songs. Every time I play, I'm playing it right through. So that is my number 10, guys. And I'm going to keep it at that. Okay. I'm gonna pay attention to the comments and okay. to make sure. 
What y'all think, man? <laughs> yeah. That and drip or drown too. That's pretty uh Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gunner didn't make my list. I'm just gonna let y'all know that. All right, Gunner did it. Yeah, Gunner <laughs> like like the big thing to me was qual um quality with that one. Um that's why he didn't make it on my list. He has a few good songs, but his whole album I'm not playing all the way through. I'm definitely it's definitely not something I'm gonna be Somebody comment that thing no sweater though. Hey <laughs> <laughs> Um Number ten for E Money Boss. Mm. It's going to go to Kanye West. Okay. Jesus is King. That's a um, good one. The reason why Kanye West <laughs> is t- number 10 is because it's impossible for me to have a list and not include Kanye West in the list. <laughs> like, I feel like that is disrespectful to the legend. Like, um, Kanye's album was anticipated. Um... Kanye's really good at reinventing himself. He's really good at taking, um, you know, certain heat, you know what I mean, and still being able to produce extremely high quality of music and sound. Um, No matter what your, you know, how you feel about him personally as a person, to me, I don't care about that. I care about the artistry. I care about what can you produce, you know what I mean? I can separate the personality from the art. Um, And for Jesus is King, I mean, there was 11 good songs. Um, There was a few songs in there that I would skip, but not that many. I was like, like only maybe one or two. Um, But the impact, yeah, I could definitely skip some. Like, I don't care for water. Um, Church on Sunday. But, um, his two intros, and I call them both intros. To me. Yeah, I'm surprised they made it on your top ten if it's skippable. Well, none of the albums I got, I'm gonna say I, I don't skip. I, I find it hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> One of the albums that you pull up, I'm gonna say you're skipping a song. Not okay. for me. I'm not skipping those songs. I'm sorry. Okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna see when I when I bring this list up? But um, yeah, Kanye obviously has a huge cultural impact. Um, he has the number one. Uh, fashion brand right now with Yeezy's highly anticipated um, fashion line. Um, he's building his own factory in Wyoming. He's offering. He's him and his wife are both getting you know black people out of jail for bullshit crimes. Mm-hmm. They're you know offering second chance um, employment. Um, they're working on self sustaining living and um, teaching people how to really you know self sustain themselves. They're looking at um, trying to create domes that are. Hurricane proof um, mm-hmm. for islands like the Bahamas and um, Haiti and Puerto Rico and stuff like that. Um, so I mean, Kanye very heavily involved in um, the culture. Um, I was lucky enough to see him. He came to Howard University with his Sunday service. Um, I mean, his whole Sunday service um, is dope. It's a free concert. He goes around the country. He's been. He's also been in Jamaica and some other places as well too. And, you know, it's a free concert. It's, it's Kanye West. He's an A-list artist, and you know what I mean? He doesn't have to do that. You know what I mean? And it's just good to see Kanye in a better space this year. I feel like 2019, he was on his way back to some normalcy, <laughs> you know, after him and Drake had their, you know, falling out in 2018. You know, him and Jay-Z had their falling out. Um, so it's just good to see Kanye just coming back. The lyrics were great. The beat selection, come on, it's Kanye West. It's, the beats are crazy. <laughs> yeah. The quality is there. 
And like I said, maybe one or two skippable songs um, on that project, but enough to make him land the top ten for me. Okay. I respect that. Yeah. I think it's definitely top ten worthy. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've been switching switching them around, so you have to some time. Okay. You know what? I'm going to just go with Jesus is King at okay. number nine. Okay. Um, I'm not going to touch too much on it because you just did. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why is, um, of course, beat selection. He mm-hmm. never fails with that. Right. Um, lyrics, uh, very heartfelt, passionate, and real. Um, can't go wrong. That's what Kanye's best at. And he's, um, if you pay attention to his lyrics, they're, they're always um, very thought out. And that's what I preach about Kanye. I remember back in the beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy days, Mm-hmm. He um he got Rick Ross to change his verse. Yeah. So that just shows how much he, you know, is really anal about how he puts his projects out. The quality is there. Um, there's no skippable songs to me. I think it flows. Now the only thing I would critique that I didn't like was how short it was. Mm-hmm. And I get the direction he's going. Um, with the last year when he released uh. Kiss Seeing Ghosts. Yeah. And yeah, so, and his other um, project. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, I get the direction, but it, I need more, especially with Ye. Like, I need more. Yeah, so, we, we hold him to a higher standard. So, I mean, it was good. You know, we, we got a couple of highlights in there, some yeah. highlighted songs. Follow God is definitely a highlight. It's definitely some memorable lines to that people say. Yeah. Like, my, my little brother and sister, I was just spending time with them today. They close on Sundays. You know my chick. They were singing that the mm-hmm. whole day. So there's the impact right there. Yeah, so them bringing clips back together. That that's too. Huge. Yeah, that was huge. That's that's huge. So yeah, that's that's it, man. Um, I think we both tackled it pretty right, pretty uh, well. Um, we'd love to hear you guys' top albums. Uh, Miss America said her top albums between Wale, Wow, That's Crazy, Tory Lanez, Chicks Eight Five. Summer Walker over it, okay. and then Roddy Rich, um, please excuse me, Antisocial, and El Negrito, Akon. I like that. Yeah, those are some good albums. I mean, really good albums. Let's see where they fall up on our list. Shout out my man, Young Thorn. What's good, Thorn? Uh, what's up, Jordy? Yeah, let me get some more. What's y'all, what's y'all top album? What's y'all favorite? Sure, what y'all been listening to all year? Nails by Her, Voices on Pumpkin's Head. Welcome, welcome you guys. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. For sure. Oh, we got another one on Facebook. Okay. I appreciate you. Ronnie Rich. Yes. Trippy Red. Yes. Rod mm-hmm. Way. I just got hit to him. Oh, I, I, I just listened I to him. I think that you listened to Yeah, him. the Ghetto Gospel job. Somebody in my job got me uh, hit. Oh, yeah. You I listened know, to that one. I was like, bro, this show has been trending in the top hour for a long time. Yeah, Why I just always ignored it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who the hell is he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I, t- I took a listen. It was good. Um, what else? She said the Skewboy Q album. Yes, I think that was slept mm-hmm. on. Crash Talk. Lil Durk album. We didn't get that good review last mm-hmm. podcast. I ain't gonna hold you. Meek uh, Mill Championships. That was last year. Yeah, that was good. That was a good album. Make the Stallion. Yes. I don't know. And, and this is another criteria too, y'all. Um, just to let you guys know, we're not we're not doing out uh, mixtapes. 
um, or like EPs. You know what I mean? So, Mega Stallion Fever was a mixtape. Are we not doing mixtapes? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that doesn't affect my list anyway. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, because trust me, if, if, if we were doing that, Drake's uh, <laughs> care package would have beat everybody on this list. I'm not even going to hold you. <laughs> Drake's care package was something that the world needed. Um, okay, number nine for E-Money Boss. Going to the African Giant, Burner Boy. That's a good one. Shout out to Burner Boy, man. Um, he had an incredible 2019 um, he won a BET Awards. You guys might remember him because, you know, he was <laughs> getting a drink or going to the bathroom or something like that. His mom went on stage um, and accepted the award for him. Um, and she, you know, had a famous quote. You know, she was like, hey, you know, before, you know, you were anything, you were African first. You know what I mean? Just to like give everybody understanding, like, um, you know, who we are as a people. Um, if, I remember that in the album. Yeah, yeah, and he brought it back in the album. Um, it's just really dope to see the collaborations between all African people from the diaspora. You got the African Americans, you got African people in Europe, um, in the Latin countries and islands, um, just collaborating, you know what I mean? This, it's been a lot more, um, international collaborations, I feel, this year, um, that I noticed in the past. Um, and I think it's beautiful to see. And... I really enjoyed this album, African Giant. Um, it's a vibe. It's, it's such a good vibe. Honestly, it reminds me a lot of like a Bob Marley kind of thing. Like, and that's I have huge respect for Bob Marley. He is like that's your boy. Huh? Yeah, yeah, like top of my list of one of my favorite artists of all time. Um, he's one of the greatest. He's a legend. Um, definitely a legend. Uh, but Burner Boy definitely gives me some some Bob vibes, some real chill vibes. Um, Perfect, perfect music to listen to while you're on vacation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just amazing. Um, really good music. Definitely check out um, Burner Boy's African Giant if you have not hit. That's one of the ones I took out. Was it? <laughs> yeah. And that's fine. He was definitely on my list. Yeah. But I just had to cut him. It's okay, Burner Boy. You're on my list. Give me. Okay. <laughs> Okay, are we going to number... Number eight. Number eight. Okay. Oh, this is a, it's getting tough. Yeah. Number eight. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Sir. Mm. Chasing Summers. Mm. Um, Damn. It's a very good album. It was. If you just a fan of just good music, man, this good quality music from the instrumentals to the voice to just everything. There's nothing bad I could say. This every track, the features, everything, just it's like it's perfect. I, I really can't. Yeah, he's talented as hell, and the only thing he's lacking. Uh, um, core entire criteria is the impact mm -hmm. just because um, now to the R&B community the people that listen to R&B they know about Sir but people who don't technically listen to R&B like that mm -hmm. um, this could have been overlooked because they don't know about Sir like that he's still like 
He's been, you know, he's, I guess, a B-list celebrity now. He's not even that. Yeah. And he's part of... Um, Top Dog Entertainment. He's part of TV. <laughs> I, I don't know why he's not... Uh, this year, he's the king of R&B to me. Yeah. And he said it in his album, and I agree. Like, he, he executed his album very well. I highly recommend it. I wish I could remember it. I'm not good at remembering song names. I should have pulled it up, but... um. Yeah, every song, no skippable songs, the quality's there, the beat selection, the lyrics, very thought thought out, story, the storylines, everything. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of jumps on there. Of course, Hair Down, the the number one single uh, featuring Kendrick Lamar was, yeah. was a smash. Definitely. Um, Fire is another dope track um, on there. Sir, Sir's album is really good, y'all. Um, yeah, I had to put it on there, like... I know my list was based off Impact, but that's this is the one album I was like, nah, I got to put this on here. Yeah. It, it needs it needs to be shining. I really felt the same way that Chad did, but you know, and Sir has been he was on my list this entire week, <laughs> and he just got knocked off, man. Like he's like number eleven. Like it's, it's why was it? I don't know what it was, bro. Like I felt like for me, um, I got to know the album late. His album came out in September. Yeah, um, and it, yeah, and it's crazy for me because I'm, I'm a TD fan. I'm, I, I listen to a lot of Top Dog yeah, music. Man, you should have been all of that. I know, <laughs> and it just slipped by me. Like I, I heard the song "Hair Down" obviously a couple of times, and I heard a couple of features with Sir, but never, I never really, you know, I never knew his album was out. You know what I mean? Like I, I just recently got hit to his album like a week or two ago, and I listened to it. and I was like, wow. Where have I been at? Under a rock, right? But um, that's what that's what's gonna make you. Feel. If you never listen to Sir, please go check. If you like music, you love good R and B, please check this out. Cause like Imani said, you hit it on mark. Once you listen to this album, you're like, wow, I've been living under the rock. Yeah, like I've been really sleeping on this artist. Yeah. Like that's how good he is. Yeah, yeah, this, it's undeniable. Even though he did not make it to my list, um, top ten, he's definitely well respected. He's so fucking close. Um, good. good music, definitely check it out. King of R and B, Jacquees, get out of here. Um, <laughs> all right, that's number eight for Chad. Number eight for me. <laughs> the game. Okay. Born to rap. Okay. One of the OGs. Um, the game's album is good. It's really good, man, and. What I paid attention to it, it's really a double disc. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If you really pay attention to it, this it's really two albums squeezing the one. It's 25 songs. It's an hour and a half long. Um, so for me treating it as like an A and B side, like I was able to like kind of chop it up. But both of them are really good. And both of them tell a different story. And the game is one of those people that are is very successful, um, has made a lot of... Uh, Hits, platinum hits, diamond hits, you know, has made really great music, has been, um, has really has a really good ear for music too. And Definitely. he talked about wanting to um, eventually step into like having his own label because he's really good at that. He really, he's really good at, um, finding artists. Yeah. To, I th- yeah. I think he would definitely find the right artist. Yeah. And put a, put together a great project as well. If you think about it, think Everybody knows most of the game's albums are very heavily featured. There's a lot of featured um, um, tracks on the game's albums. And I think that's purpose, you know, uh, purposeful um, that he did it that way because I feel like 
he has a good ear for music and he likes what he likes and he's okay with that. Um, he's also responsible for giving us Kendrick Lamar out of Compton. He's also responsible for giving us Nipsey Hussle as well, too. He has had impact on those individuals as well. A lot of people that came out of the West um, really had to go through game. You know what I mean? If people who wanted to be out there, you know, like Chris Brown, like they had to be cool with him. Just like Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a ladder when it comes to LA. Like, you gotta respect the OG. Man. Snoop and Game are like one of the gatekeepers. Like, you're not gonna just be running Dr. Dre. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Dre, like, he's well respected, but he's like, he's chill to himself. Yeah. But, Unless but, he really like you. Right. I heard stories like, when he heard about Kendrick, he was like, yeah, I gotta work with him. Yeah, I remember. I, <laughs> you gotta be the one. Yeah, bro. Because <laughs> of Dre. Look out for the detox. That freestyle was crazy. <laughs> um, shout out Kendrick. Um, but yeah, so the game is definitely one of the OG gatekeepers of the West Coast. Um, not that many people can come out the West without getting a co-sign from game or Snoop, um, if you pay attention. So um, this album is really good. A couple of highlights. Uh, Welcome Home featuring Nipsey. Um, you know, one of Nipsey Hussle's, um, you know, latest verses that we got before his passing. And his lyrics are, they're kind of, they're kind of chilling, you know what I mean? Like, they, they kind of, like, throw chills in your spine because, um, you know, he talks about, you know, I'm probably going to die in these streets, but I'm going to live by my music. That's one of his lines. Um, Nipsey had an amazing verse. Um, another great song on there, The Cold, featuring 21 Savage. That is a banger. I mean, that is a, I don't know what they were on <laughs> when they made that song. But that song is hard. And then I call this the inception mode. When when you're listening to a song and then they fall into like uh, another song and then oh, they bring yeah, it back. Be, yeah, I crazy. love that shit. When Twenty One went to his to his uh, style of music, it was, like, it was just amazing, man. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed that. Um, there's a, there's a lot of good highlights um, on on that album, and um, I felt like. Um, even though he may not have had the greatest cultural impact immediately, I think longevity game has definitely had cultural impact. Lyrics are hard. The beats are hard. Quality is there, too. There's not that many skippable songs on there. So I'm very happy with this album. Good West Coast music from the OG, the game. Number eight. That's a good one. Um, reason why he didn't make my list, and I kind of did want to put him on there, but when I thought about it, you said it in the beginning, with cultural impact, I feel like that was really lacking. And yeah, man, it's just people weren't like talking about it. But I I respect um, that you put it on there because it is something worth talking about. It is from start to finish a good album. So it shouldn't be overlooked. But that's pretty, probably the main reason why I didn't put it on there, just based off the impact alone. Right. And because. Um, it was so late. And that's why I, I wanted to talk to you about the podcast. Like, do we want to put the albums that just came out in November, December? Because with me, when it comes to albums, I got to let it sit and digest before I could be like, all right, this is the top. So I kind of wanted to throw it to next year, but we're going to keep it like this. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Because I, I got an album that came out late that's on my list, so. I do too. So. And I think it is what it is. Um, there's pros and cons to dropping your music late. You know yeah. what I mean? You're gonna have, you're gonna fit into the conversation with the decade, and then you're gonna fit into, you know, That's the true. next. So, 
there's pros and cons. They know about this, whatever. Like, it's cool. We're just going to go off of what we have in 2019. All right. On to number seven. Number seven. Got to pull up my phone, throw it on my notes. Basically, they don't wing in this right now. Um, do I want to do? Okay, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just let it out. I'm gonna do Young Thug. So much fun. Wow. Now I feel like you knew I was gonna put this. Wow. Yeah. Number seven. Number seven. Thug. Yeah. Who else is on your list? <laughs> well, you thought I was gonna be higher. Yeah. Nah. What? Nah. You're a wild bob. <laughs> Y'all know how much I love Young Thug, man. Oh, I'm. I don't even know what your list is gonna be after this. I'm confused. Yeah, Young Thug, so much fun. Um, great album. Um, very fun. <laughs> uh, this, it's a fun album. It's all right. Let me let me let me tell you why it's it's, it's not that high. I don't see it being played in in a couple like five or six years from now. Like if you comparing it to his other albums, Barter Six and his mixtapes, uh, the album he did with Future, I feel like that might stand the test of time. But this one right here, I may be wrong. Like I might be looking at this podcast but like yo, like Chad, you don't know what you was talking about. But as far as this album, I feel like it's not gonna be. This was. T- you know what? Dang, we are talking about twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. It should have been higher. No, I'm gonna just keep it right there because I got so many people that's beating thug right now. But yeah, um, yeah, that's all that. I, I I'm stumbling my words right now. <laughs> yeah, I know because I can't believe you said it out your mouth. I ain't, I got no comment for that. Number seven, yeah. I'm trying to. Can we pull out the uh, track? Absolutely. Yes. You may do whatever you like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Got a really bad memory. Um, he also dropped the deluxe edition this week as well, too. Kind of revamping. Yeah, um, he did. His market. Was, and I listened to it. I think it was pretty smart. Um, I don't really care for the new five songs that he added. Um, obviously, one of them was... Uh, let's have a track list. Um, obviously one of them was a hot remix with, you know, Gunna and Travis Scott. Um, but. Oh, man, you know what? Can I change that? (laughs) Hurry up. (laughs) My bad, y'all. I have to change that. Because I'm just remembering. You know how many times I played this album? Yeah, bro, like. You know, uh, with Apple Music, I got you hit to it. Mm -hmm. Remember they... They showed us statistics on how much albums and oh, what artists was playing the most. Yeah. This album I played the most this year. Mm-hmm. So scratch what I said. Yeah, I was conf- yeah I was yeah, really confused. Uh, we're not gonna we're not we're just gonna pretend like that scratch, didn't happen. Yeah, we're gonna pretend that didn't happen. Who's yeah. your number seven, Chad?
Solange. Is this amazing artist. She's true to who she is for those that listen to her. Um, y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, my bad. Um, I just love artists that are true to who they are. Mm-hmm. And I like the way she came out um, as an artist because you know what's very hard to do? When you have somebody like Beyonce that's in your family, that's let her know, know your sister. Yeah, long, let her know your sister. Like you know how much pressure pressure you have to go through yeah. and still become your own. And she's and I want to highlight her because she's probably the only one that besides uh, Jaden Smith that is really up there that could really ha- have their own light, shed their own light, and be like, "Yo, this is not any of Beyonce. Beyonce had nothing to do with this. This is her." Right. Um, She's not seen as Beyonce's sister, the girl that sings. It's, no, this yeah, is she really solidified herself yeah. in the game. And she has the utmost respect out of for every, all types of uh, people. Right. Um, and she fights Jay-Z in the elevator. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, her, her, her taste in music, her, her whole aura, her aesthetic, is, uh, is very beautiful. It's very peaceful. And, um... I hate to compare it to people, but she really gives me, not music-wise, her music doesn't sound like her, but she gives me that vibe, that aura, like Day, somebody like Shaw. Yeah, I get Because she's very elegant. Um, I went back to this album. I forgot this album came out this year, but mm-hmm. when I did listen to it, because this, this came out earlier this year, um, it came out March 1st. And um, when I listened to it, this was one of the albums I kept going back to. Mm-hmm. Um, we're t- critiquing albums, and when you go back to an album, that means it's it's pretty darn good. Yeah. So, from the first song, it's, it it got me from the first song. I already knew what type of mood she was gonna bring me in. The first song is called "Things I Imagine." Now, my favorite songs on there, um, "Dreams." Uh, the other one, I don't know how to pronounce this. You probably could pronounce it better than me. Oh, meta. Uh, Meta, Time Is, uh, there's another one. She has a song on here. Benz, she, Benz is the only one I heard of. There's a song she got on here with Playboy Cardi. Now, the way she uh, incorporated him, I thought that was amazing. Because two way two different types of artists. Yeah. Like Playboy Cardi is trap, mumble rap. They got Solange, who is, you know, elegant, very vocal, beautiful R&B music. So... Yeah, it, the way she blended that in was so beautiful. And I like how this, I would love to see this live. Like, this, she's a she's an artist. She brings me back to, like, you can sit, you can go to, like, a lo- your local coffee house or something, bus boys and poets, sit down, just vibe mm-hmm. to the music. She make music like that. Like, you just sit down, you talk to your friends. I like Yeah, all right. <laughs> you have intellectual conversations. Yeah. And you're like, did you hear that new Solange? Like, that's the type of that's the type of vibe she gives me. Like, you so gotta that's, be. That's so funny. You compare like Solange definitely gives you bus boy and poet vibe. And she that's do, funny. bro. And but yeah, that's funny. The people that be in a coffee house and stuff like that, those are the ones that listen to really good music, mm-hmm. and you can have a conversation if you really dive into the music. So, she's definitely. I definitely had her higher on my list um, for a minute, but I think 
Uh, it fits right perfectly at number uh, eight. Okay. Because um, she did have impact when she came out. You mean number seven? Number seven. That's my bad, y'all. Um, but I haven't, I haven't heard much from um, from her or what she did. Minus. <laughs> <laughs> um, lyrics and vocals were definitely there. Um, she took you in. like As soon as you dive in the first song, mm-hmm. beat selection definitely was there. The instrumentals, the, uh, the piano, just everything alone was great. Quality was there. No skippable songs. Like I said, man, all these albums, there's no skippable songs for me. So this was definitely a good number eight for me. I should have said this first before I said that, but we're going to let that go. <laughs> go ahead, you money. Um, Solange did not make it to my top ten. Um, some people might call me wild, but um, I got on this album pretty late. Um, and I liked her, her previous album better. Um, and I think that's maybe why. Oh, yeah, that one was really good. Yeah. Um, I don't know, for me, it just didn't do that much for me. Now, I could completely change my mind, you know, next week or whatever, and listen to it a little bit more, but um, as of right now, I can't give it to her. But, we can move on to my number seven. Can I see your final clip? Yeah. So, my number seven... Um, let me reply back to a lot of people real quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so we have Miss America. Uh, uh, she also mentioned Fat Joe's album. That was a really good one too. Uh, Burner Boy on her list. Um, Rappers go to leave uh, Two Chains. Um, yeah, my I man, forgot about the Two Chains. Right? Two Chains that was really good. Uh, shout out Roadrunner, he said y'all gotta listen to the game album. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mine just put that on his list. Right, and uh, Miss America said it's too long, and Roadrunner agrees. <laughs> it was too, uh, was too um, long. He said he tried to get everyone rich. <laughs> he was P. Diddy of the West. I agree. <laughs> um, 21 Savage needs to drop something. I mean, he dropped something last Ms. year. Miss America made a good point, though. Yeah. That joint is too long. I mean... It's good, but it's just like... You trying to keep people in? It gotta be shorter than that. That's why I don't. I don't care for that Chris Brown joint. I still haven't got through that. Album. Yeah, I, you, the Chris Brown joint is a playlist. You just put that bitch <laughs> on shuffle and just let it ride. But well, I get it. It was Game's last album, so I think I would have probably done it like that. Just and it, to, to me, all the rest of it, me. it's really not that bad. Like, okay, it's twenty five songs. It is an hour and a half. But it's not that bad. It doesn't feel like one of those super long like, drawn out. You're jumps. a music lover. It's different for you. Like I, to me, it wasn't that long either. But if we're talking about now, the people's attention span, you're not listening to a whole 25. I could barely listen to 11 tracks. <laughs> That's why Kanye did what he right. did. So, <laughs> shout out uh, my man Rico Spazzer. He said, "Put some uh, put some shoes on." all right so we're gonna go into number seven for e-money balls number seven is roddy rich please excuse me for being anti-social whatever long ass album title whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. say that again number seven is roddy rich please excuse me i was surprised why because you didn't like it like that remember I, it grew I, on you. 
It cool, we. It cool. Oh, you didn't think it was gonna make it with my I didn't. I did not. Like this was one that I was like, "Mine definitely not putting that on." Because no. this reaction, he was just like, "It's alright." I mean, but the way I was saying it, you was like, "It's alright. It's not like that." But I don't know, bro. I mean. He definitely, he definitely got some jokes on there that is just undeniably just fire. I mean, obviously the box, high fashion, um, uh, perfect timing. I love perfect timing. Um, he has some really dope jokes on there. Um, and you can't deny the boy's impact. You know what I mean? He's a young kid from Compton, um, originally signed to Meek Mill, then went to Atlantic Records. Um, his impact on the culture was pretty huge. I mean, he the streets loved it. Um, the people loved it. Um, he was able to, you know, kind of transcend um, and get the number one album um, out for the week. My only issue with this album is that it came out so late and, you know, it's still fresh. I don't know what it's going to sound like in a month or two. All right. You know what I mean? But it's 2019. He put out the project. Put out one of the best projects this year. Sure. Yeah, I mean, people are banging with his job. You know what I mean? Streets are loving it. The clubs are loving it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I fuck with it too, man. I, I like it. Um, the I'm lyrics, happy to hear that. The lyrics are dope. The beats are dope. Quality could be a little bit better on some some of the tracks. Um, and there's some skippable songs on there. It's only but, one song for me is um, Meek Mill. Petta. Oh, Petta. Yeah, yeah. That, that was kind of weak. Um, but his impact was really huge. I think that's what really kind of saved him and brought him. Yeah, so definitely listen. solidified on that. Like, yeah. this is an uh, artist we definitely gonna be looking forward to when he drops. We'll see what else he has in store. Yeah, I just seen him posted up with Kendrick the other day. You know what I mean? So who? I knew it. Let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> I was no, excited. No. I knew it, bro. I was like, he gonna do a song with Kendrick. I said it in my head. That'll be dope. I'm glad you said that. I'll be looking for that. Looking forward to that. Because like, like I said before, the um, I think it was the last podcast. I said he gonna make a great feature. Because the way he comes across the song, and like, I don't know if you noticed, I know you were saying he sound like Young Thug, and I definitely hear it now, mm-hmm. but he kind of switches his voice up a little bit when it comes to singing and melodies, mm-hmm. where he kind of sounds like himself or somebody else. So the way he, he, is, he has a good ear too. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very interesting to see him do it like something. And he's young too, creature. you know what I mean? When you're young and you're in the game, yeah. it takes some time to find... Yeah, he's gonna he gonna be better. I'm telling you, he's gonna he's gonna be that dude. We'll see, we'll see. What I hope so. Don't let me down, man. Like, cause I'm rooting for you. Like. <laughs> Shout out to Roddy Rich. You yeah. know, he's he's having a good, you know, semester. <laughs> right now. Um, so that's number seven with me. Keep it up. So number six, Chad Vision. That's where it gets harder and harder. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with. I solidify my five. Oh shoot! I forgot about him. Okay, so I'm gonna put. I'm gonna say him. Yeah, I'm gonna say him. I'm gonna say uh, Tyler the Creator, Igor. Igor. Um, I listened to it today actually, and I listened to it sometime this past week. Um, last week. Um. It's good. It's it's that good. It's really that good. Um, I would put it higher, but uh, 
this is my list. <laughs> Sorry, Tyler. Um, I was never a, a big fan of Tyler, the creator, but mm-hmm. I definitely respect who he is as a person, as an artist. He's just somebody that's so unapologetic. Yeah. Like, he's so another one that's true to himself. Yeah. And I just love it. And he, he spills that out in his music. Like, this is somebody that nobody sounds like Tyler, the creator. Right. Nobody. And that's that's very special. Yeah. And nothing sounds like this album, Igor. Like, this is a very cinematic album. Um, now, I'm not going to compare it as far as um, lyrically-wise to this album, but I am going to compare it as far as sound and emotion. I'm comparing it to my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy because he brought that emotion. Yeah. Like, he was really going through um, a tough breakup. And he showed it with each song. Like, And then another thing I like is... His biggest influence is Kanye and Pharrell, which are my biggest influences. Mm-hmm. So it shows in his um, his beat selections. Yeah, it's very it definitely got Pharrell in there with the with the keys mm-hmm. for sure, and then Kanye got the influence in there as well. So um, there's not a bad song on there. Every song has a story. <laughs> it's emotional. It's emotional albums make the best albums if you think about it. Like people, it's kind of. Effed up the same, but if you go through something and you break up with somebody, put it in bring, a song. It's going, yeah, it's going to bring out the best. Put it in a song. It's going to bring out the best of you. Like that's facts. Like he he made an art piece, and this album. I, I mentioned this um, a previous podcast that we did, but this is definitely an album that you should listen to live. Yeah. Like it was very theatrical. Like the way he mm-hmm. he y'all saw. Y'all saw the impact um, when he dressed up with the blonde wig and the and the suit or whatever, the pastel suit. Um, polarizing. Yeah, polarizing. Like it was very memorable. Like mm-hmm. people was like, "Why the hell is he dressed up like this?" But it made sense if you went to his concert and you see how the music correlate mm-hmm. with his overall aesthetic and his outfit and everything. So, Igor was on my top five, but it's on my top six, and it's on my top six just because. Um, it's good. Um, is this something? Is this an album? It always goes back. Am I gonna listen to this? I probably will, but it's not. I would say this is not an album I keep playing over and over. I feel like this is an album that I have to be in the mood for. That's just me personally. So that's why it's on my number six. Uh, I covered the impact. It's just a lot of impact. They they've been talking about this album all year. They've been talking about Tyler all year. Lyrics and vocals are definitely there. Um, beat selection was phenomenal. Quality, phenomenal. And there was no skippable songs. He, he took me in from the first song with the unorthodox um, sound, that loud sound that just came in from the beginning. From the beginning bro, I was like, bro. what is this? <laughs> when is it going to start? It's like a beginning of a, of a movie, of like a I movie said. Or yeah. you got a concert or something. Right. Like that. I know. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I love, I love it. I love it. It just took me right in. I was like, all right, we about to dive in. So, yeah, that's a strong six for me. Strong number six on my list. Shout out to Tyler, the creator. You that nigga. Can't see the phone. I'm not really sure. I don't want to get to it all. For sure, bro. Um, try to get to my number six. Make sure we still alive. Okay, cool. Um... <laughs> he said I can see the whole thing big club. 
heard that. <laughs> Y'all talking about my feet, man? <laughs> I should have put some shoes on. <laughs> All right. So, Good number job. six. Hmm? So forget y'all, man. <laughs> number six for E Money Boss. Uh oh. I'm nervous now. Tory Lanes, six take five. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I had to. I had to. I oh, I thought about it. I, no, 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 no. no I have a reason, right. and I have a reason. Okay. It was, it was good. It was good. At first, when I heard the album, I said, "This is one of the best shit smoking this year." Then some time went by, and I was like, eh, I'm good. I don't like my song. Then I listened to it again. Like, after that, I was like, wait. You got to give the man respect where respect is due. And the impact, and, and his whole story. Like, okay. Tory Lanez is a complete artist. He, he also knows how to really perform his music live. He's super talented. I don't really know that many people that can control their voice as well as he can, especially in a live setting. So I've seen him, you know, talent-wise, what he could do and how he can um, perform a show. Definitely one of the best um, artists to go see live, uh, right next to Travis Scott, in my opinion. Super live, super lit. Um, I've definitely heard that before. Yeah. Um, but this album right here is based off of four mixtapes that came before it that led up to this. It's a complete story from start to finish. Every song had meaning, um, purpose. Um, the impact that he left, he paid homage to the early 2000 R&B scene where a lot of us, you know, millennials and whatever, uh, grew up on. A lot of the music that we heard, um, he remixed and sampled on this album. And he did something that nobody else was able to do. And this is why you have to put him on this list, in my opinion. Okay. His impact. Okay. He not only got every single one of his songs cleared for sampling purposes, he went the extra mile and got the actual artist to come up with new lyrics and vocals to remix their song. This has never been done before on this scale. On an album level, not a mixtape. That's huge. This is fuck. It's huge, Mo. Like, I mean... And these are not no peons, you know what I mean? You got Chris Brown, T-Pain, Snoop Dogg, Pharrell, um, Ashanti, Maya. Um, there's so many amazing, legendary people. Jagged Edge, um, 112. I mean, he has... <laughs> uh, they coming in? Yeah. All right, look. Y'all have to understand, this album is, is good. You know what I mean? And, and based off the impact that he was able to uh, do based off of his lyrics and his vocals, based off of the beat selection and him actually able to getting things clear and getting new vocals um, from the artist. The quality was there. And there's not many skippable songs. I mean, these are all songs that we loved. You know what I mean? And he put his spin on it. The Dream Jump too. I mean, every single song on there is fire, in my opinion. Um, so... It's, it's definitely a strong number six for me. It's definitely a highlight of 2019. This is one of those albums that, um, to me, are is memorable because nobody has done this before. Nobody has success, successfully um, been able to pull this off. You know what I mean? Especially from an artist like Tory that's still kind of new. You know what I mean? Like, he just got off a fresh tour with Chris Brown and Drake. 
Um, you know, he's had a couple of decent projects, a lot of good mixtapes, but he's still growing as an artist. He hasn't really reached the top yet, but definitely, I think, B-List on his way there to A-List. Okay. Um, and we'll see what yeah, happens. He definitely before. has the talent for it. Yeah. But for me, for Tory Lanez, for me, it's just, I feel like he's just one of those artists that's just really just do too much. It's, I like, I'll give you an example. Jay-Z, he's really good at how, when he raps, it's so effortless. It's, it seems like he doesn't try to. He probably does try hard, but it just comes off that aura. And with Tory Lanez, I get, he has a deep appreciation for music. He has a good ear for music. I, I, I did enjoy the last project that he did. But I have to say this was, I'm not talking about this album you just mentioned, but the album previous to that, that was a bubblegum album, if you think about it. Like that, if you think about it, that album was structured in a way to where he really wanted, you can tell he really wants to be on the pop charts like with Drake. And so he's really trying to compete with Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, let's keep it real. Um, but it's just like, man, like, I like the Tory Lanez when he first came out, the mixtape Tory Lanez, where... I just like artists that's true to themselves. I just feel like he's not doing that. He's just really trying to just uh, lay out hits on hits on hits on hits on hits. And it's cool. Like, hits are cool. You want to be heard in a club and stuff. But he told me when I listened to it on the uh, – well, he didn't tell me personally. But <laughs> when I listened to it, his interviews and stuff, he wants to be the best. He wants to be compared to Biggie, Pop Drake, Kendrick Lamar. And you dropping albums like this, this that's how I'm looking at it. That's how I'm seeing it. Tory Lanez, if you're watching it, that's how I'm looking at you. Like, if you're trying to compete with, like, Kendrick Lamar and Drake, and it's just like, bro, it's not there. But maybe you're trying to go a different lane with the R&B. That might be it, too. That's where I'm losing you, but I just don't see it. I, I get it, though. I respect um, E-Money's um, opinion. I definitely see why it's 2019. It definitely was about. I I'm not gonna say it's trash. Like, I, it's not a skippable song. Like, I do like every song, but it, it's not on my top list. So, yeah. I just I, had to say that. Yeah, no, I feel you. I mean, I had to do it, man, because like I said, um, nobody's ever done this before. Just to be able to accomplish this is a milestone, and then for it to actually execute and be a cohesive album. And it didn't feel corny at all. It felt really, truly genuine. And it came from a real space because you're telling an actual story that we can all relate to. And not everybody has that gift of storytelling. This is what albums are. Supposed to be storytelling. And this is exactly what he did. Um, And this is based off of his Chicks Tape series. You know, there's four other Chicks Tape series. He also has another series, you know, the New Toronto. And then he also has his albums too, so... Um, this obviously fits the Chick's Tape series, and th- this is just the album version. And th- this is just the album version. So, shout out to Tory Lanez, dope-ass artist. Um, but, yeah, that's going to do it for the first half. Shady's back. <laughs> so call <laughs> Nick. Low-key almost want to talk about the Nick Cannon. And Guess what? Album. Eminem didn't make the top tight. I was Look at this kid dropping an album this year. <laughs> Don't do that. Shout out to Slim Shady, my man. Nah, bro. fuck you. Where you at, Mo? <laughs> Nick Cannon gave you three disc records. Where are you? No, nah, nah, I respect you for not responding. Like, 
Well, you, like you, get, you get cool points for that one. Guys, it's a waste of time, bro. We all know. It would be a lose. Like, it would be a loss for them and then respond to it. Yeah, like, don't waste your time on that. He's not even a um, a respected rapper. Like, why waste your time on somebody? a battle rap show on MTV. So? <laughs> He's not a respectable artist, bro. Like, come on. Uh, Nick Cannon, I love you, man. I respect you, but stick to comedy, man. Stick to entertainment. It's what you do best. You're not a rapper, bro. And you have you, I listened to um, two of his songs. He has bars, but your delivery is you're corny. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you're corny. Like there's no way of getting around it. Like you're just more corny. I'm sorry. Top, top, top. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep it real, bro. Part two. Corny as shit. We have just given you our top. Ten through six albums. Oh, if I just say something, my bad. This has nothing to do with the hip hop. So, shout out to one of my coworkers. I hope you're not watching. (laughs) But one of my coworkers Mm -hmm. suggested I listen to a comedy stand-up by Nick Cannon. Now, when I heard, I was like, "All right, Nick Cannon. I've never seen stand-up comedy with him." Right. But all right, I'm gonna check it out. I respect it. Uh So I watched it um, with me. I watched it with Tiana. Okay. We got there sitting watching. We excited. Pop some popcorn, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix special. Mm-hmm. Pop that joint out for the first the opening of his jokes. Dead silence from both of us. So <laughs> at this point, it just keeps playing and playing. I keep looking at Tiana. I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at she. She's smirking or laughing. No smirk, no laugh. That's how corny that nigga was. <laughs> My man, I didn't mean to uh, put you out there like that, Nick Cannon, but you corny as hell, nigga. You know, something, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with, and like, People trying, agree with me on that one. There's nothing wrong with trying a bunch of things and trying to figure out where you're best at. Um, but, you know, those things, he just, he's not good at. He's good at other things. Anyway. Yeah, you're good out there. You're a good um, entrepreneur. Yeah. You make great shows. He's a hustler, too. You're I mean, a great hustler. I respect you. Yeah. Like, I mean glowing you like that, but. Well, anyway, (laughs) let's finish up. I messed up the Nick Cannon sponsor, but it's okay. (laughs) It's incredible. (laughs) All right, um, let's get to the top five albums of 2019, okay? Tad said he's prepared now, so he's got his top five ready for y'all. Go ahead, give him number five, bro. Well, yeah, I'm pretty confident in my top five, y'all. I'm going to go to Rodney Rich. Please excuse me for being antisocial. Mm. And the reason why is that low? Well, it's not really low. Number five is pretty high. Yeah, not, not, five is pretty good. But the reason why is because it just came out so late. That's that's just point blank. Like, it hasn't been out that long. So if it would have came out earlier this year, it probably would have um, – Maybe been higher, maybe lower my list. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But um, right now, we're talking about 2019. And what I listen to, Ryan Rich is number five. There's no skippable songs, um, except for maybe that song he did with Meek Mill, Petta. I still. Now, a lot of people like that song. Yeah. But they like Meek Mill. They like that same flow. I mean, personally, I'm tired of hearing that Meek Mill with the same flow. 
Meat Mill has grown so much out of that, so I don't know why he went to, to that same tire flow he always using. Right. But um, from the moment the album starts the intro, it's incredible. It brings you in from the first song. Like you said, what Ice Cube said, mm-hmm. when he brings you in the first song, that's how you know it's going to be a great album. So from the first song, then leads into his, probably it's going to be his biggest single. Yeah, today. The Box, yeah. yeah. I mean, so many people, I just, um, I reposted this on my story. It's an older white gentleman that went viral for singing these, the, the lyrics to The Box. Like, that's how much impact he has right now. People would love this song to death. Yeah. You can't deny it's really that good. It's something I never heard of, like, the from the, from the production to his voice in it. I never heard a song like that. It's so crazy how something that's like, really? It's remarkable. It's one of my favorite songs this year. Um, then it goes into my other favorite songs, Start With Me. It was actually a feature that we, I mean, a top single that we covered. Mm-hmm. And I said, I liked it. Um, I don't remember what she said, but I remember I liked it a lot. I said this is going to be played a lot, and it has been played a lot. Um, I like Moonwalker and Lil Durk is a great feature. I love Big Steppin'. I love, I just love how he incorporates. Just I feel like every good album album should have at least two or three good hit songs. It should definitely have a storyline. Mm-hmm. It should have some songs that get to know you as a person, as an yeah. artist, and he does. He covered that throughout the whole board. He did. So, and I just got to, I didn't touch on this, but this last song, War Baby, oh my God. That song is incredible, bro. Like, for him to add the gospel in there, bro. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was was (laughs) super dope. It was super dope. And I never heard, usually when I hear some gospel in a track, I hear some gospel, like, not gospel lyrics, but some gospel influence mm-hmm. to where you're talking about God. I like how he didn't really talk about God. He just told his story mm-hmm. about how hard it is in the streets and him as a person. So it's just like, I just love everything about that song. And Rodney Rich, please perform this on SNL or something. I think that's going to be incredible if you perform this. Well, he performed uh, at Rolling Loud with, you know, YG and Mustard came out. He like, kind of gave him some boost or whatever. Oh, no. But he was performing in Bro, it, LA went crazy. You know, it's, it's in LA, you know, this whole time. They went crazy. I know they did. I would have when the box came on, bro. Niggas went nuts. I would have went nuts too. That's something like that. Nuts. So, shout out to Roddy Rich for having an incredible fourth quarter of 2019. Yeah, the criteria is there. He had an impact. He had the lyrics, the vocals. Vocals were incredible. Beat selection was there. Quality was there. Um, now, to get back on quality, um, this was very great quality this year, but I just question if I'm going to play this a few years from now. That's what I'm questioning. I might. I don't know. Skippable songs. No skippable, skippable songs for me. So I'm good on my number five. I can't be mad at him. I mean, some of the highlights for the songs, like you said, War Baby. Um, I also like High Fashion featuring Mustard. Um, I also like Perfect Time. Um, and obviously The Box. Sorry, with me too. Definitely a dope uh, album. Um, be very curious to see where it gets us later on. But I must give you now my number five. And number five is going 
to go. Well, first, I mean, we have a lot of comments, so. Yeah, um, comments say y'all should go to YouTube Live for this. I wasn't aware of YouTube Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, thank you for mentioning that. Somebody said Black Youngster did that too. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, can you recap the artist so far, please? Sure. Um, so recap right now. Number 10 is Kanye West, Jesus is King. Number 9 is Burner Boy, African Giant. Number 8 is The Game, Born to Rap. Number seven is Roddy Rich. Please excuse me uh, for being antisocial. And number six is Tory Lane's Chicks Take Five. That's E Money Boss's list. And mine's is at number 10, Gonna Drip or Drown Two. Then I got at number nine, Kanye West, Jesus is King. And number eight, uh, I can't remember what did I have at number eight. Number eight, I had, oh, I had Sir yeah. Chasing. Chasing, Chasing Summer. Summer, and then um, number six, I had Solange. Uh, what was her? Oh, When I Get Home. Yeah, Solange, When I Get Home. And then at number five, I had Ronnie Rich. Yeah, so that's the recap, y'all. Um, that's it. That's it. Okay, so number five. Um, oh, you also forgot number seven, I think, was yours. It's Tyler, the creator. Oh, yeah. Um, but number five is Tyler, the creator for me. Oh, okay. I had I to be man. mad at that. Bro. Um, can't be mad at that. I first, when I first heard Tyler, the creator's album, I was like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> me too. I was <laughs> like, if they don't get this corny, whack-ass, blah, 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 then I listen to it again, I was like, wait. Oh. Then I listened to it again, knowing what he did. His music, he hid all of his features. You know, and it's not just like not telling you who the features um, are, but he he used his features as instruments. Right. You know what I mean? And, you know, like Chad Vision has said um, in part one of the podcast, his biggest influence is Pharrell and Kanye West. Both amazing producers, probably one of the best producers living right now. Um, but they both have really good um, ears for sound and voices and know where to put them. And Kanye has talked about using, you know, artists as, you know, kind of um, instruments as well in mm-hmm. his music. But Tyler, the creator, really dug in. And when you listen to some of the features, like Playboy Cardi on Earthquake or Little Uzi, Hidden in some of the jumps, you know what I mean, or Kanye being in in uh, one of his other tracks too. Like it's it's a really incredible album, and then it's like Chad said as well. It's cinematic. This is something that you want to listen to live. This something. This is an album that grabs your attention from the beginning, and um, it's nothing else like it. You know what I mean? That's that's the other thing too. It's super creative. Um, you can't deny um, the way how it sounds um, that stands out from everything else that you hear this year. There's there's no other album that sounds like this. There's no other artist that sounds like Tyler the Creator. And um, yeah, uh, it's just good. <laughs> it's good. Um, if I if you want to know what songs to listen to, uh, press play on the first song and just go to the end. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because every song on here is really good, and you need to either listen to this in the car. Or, you know, or have some good headphones or something like that. Because this is something, it's going to put you on a trip. I think that's what happened with me um, mm-hmm. when we first was 
doing this podcast and when I listened to it, I had no speaker because I usually listen to my music when I'm at work. Yeah. And I listened to it through my phone. Mm. So I messed up right there. Yeah. But when I went back to it, and another thing is too, I would say this, I got that same feeling I listen, when I listened to Kendrick to Pit My Butterfly. Yeah. And I was like, what's going on with this right? And then I went back to it, I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh okay. So that, that, that was my favorite, that's my favorite Kendrick album. Man. Yeah, mine too. See, some things are, are meant and designed to be listened to in a certain space. Yeah. Like, Jesus King is designed to be formed in concert. It's, it's not designed to be listened to, like, regularly. You've got you to gotta go to the Yeezy store, and then you'll know everything you need to know about that album. Um, but, yeah, that's number five for me. I think that's his best album ever. Jesus? No, um, Igor. I because I like Flower Boy. Flower Boy, that's what made me a fan. Because I was never a Tyler um, the Creator fan, but Flower Boy, he brought me in. And I bought that album actually, mm-hmm. and that's why I was excited for this one. But now it, it's tough now for me. I don't know which one. I actually like this one better, girl. Yeah, I do. I this like this. Might be his best work. I think so. I I, I really do like this album a lot. Um, I understand why it's being nominated for Grammys now. And I. I I get it. I get it now. He um, he worked hard, man. Because I, I remember um, watching the interviews. He said he he had the heart. The fan base is there. He wasn't worried about it. He's always my fan yeah. to the day he died. But it was just like, bro, like, the other people ain't respecting me. Like, you know, the street people and the people that love music. Like, he was really trying to get out there mainstream-wise. And I feel like this, this in Flower Boy is really solidify him, like, okay, yeah. he could be in the talks now. Like, don't forget about Tyler Creator. Yeah, don't forget about him. Can't flog now. Blue Drake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number four, Chad. Let's go. Let's get into it. Number four. This is when it gets, keeps getting better and better, y'all. Um, number four, Summer Walker. Um, mm, what was the name of the album? Over. over. Let me bring up the track list. Dang. Over it, you can't um, deny Summer Walker um, in 2019. You can't. It, it has to be top five. I mean, it just has to be like this is the album and this is the artist they've been talking about all year long. Um, there's been songs that have been played numerous times on Google. It says 98% people like this. Like that's that's kind of crazy, <laughs> but um. I want to say this before I dive into her album, before I critique it. For the past two years, in my opinion, R&B has been whooping hip-hop ass as far as quality music. R&B is better than hip-hop. Let me say that again. R&B is better than hip-hop right now. I'm sorry. As far as quality, quality of music, good music. If you're a fan of good music, like, I know there's people like, ah, F all that. Like, I like my child. I like different shit. Mm-hmm. But if we going back to the music, and we going back to the golden era where hip-hop, you know, they said hip-hop was the golden era. Of the, the 90s was the hip-hop era of hip-hop. If we go back to right now, this is my opinion. R&B's been killing it. And I don't care if they haven't been killing the mainstream. Like, if you mm-hmm. go back and listen to a lot of these R&B artists that have been putting these albums and these songs out, bro, you're not going to be disappointed. And I made a playlist. I think I want y'all to go check it out. I'm going to um, 
I'm gonna tell y'all the playlist after this podcast. Not after this podcast. At the end of the podcast. But uh, I'm gonna get y'all hit if y'all want to get to some get hit to some good quality music. But I just wanted to say that R&B has been better than hip hop for the past two years, artistry wise, good music wise. So to get back to Summer Walker, um, uh, again from the first song over it, she brings you right in. Um, there's a lot of songs on here. I mean, it's a lot that that has replayable moments. Like you're going to keep going back to the album and you're going to keep replaying it. Like, oh, this is my favorite song. All the girls are like, every girl, that every time I get on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, they're always talking about a Summer Walk song. Like, mm-hmm. From the lyrics to their favorite songs, whatever. Like this song, I feel like this is probably the album that's been played the most this year. This has been the most memorable. Everybody's talking about Summer Walker. Like, so every all eyes is on her. Like, she's really, they're really already saying like she's an R&B queen. Now, me personally, I don't think that one album can't do that to you. One album can't do that, and another thing is, she don't seem like she's very equipped for fame, yeah. which could hurt her and her artistry. Mm-hmm. That's just what I feel personally. But um, she definitely has potential. Um, she just got to get out of her own self. Um, it's bigger than you, sweetie. Um, I get it. You you know, your mental got to be right or whatever. But you knew what she was getting into. I said this. We mentioned We talked about this when she um, decided she wanted to take a break and not tour and cancel her tour date. I thought it was um, pretty selfish because at the end of the day, it's your job. And this ain't really for you. Music it's supposed to feed the people. And if you're if you're a true artist, you, you know you're calling yourself an artist. That's what I'm expecting. But um, never mind that. Just to dive back into this album, um, memorable songs, playing games. I think it had Usher on that song. No, Usher's not that one. It's Usher's gonna come through. Usher's gonna come through. I apologize. But who was on playing games? Uh, Bryson Tiller. Okay, Bryson Tiller. Um, okay. Like it, just might. I mean. All the songs was really good. Girls Need Love. That was one I heard. I think that's the, the song that really put yeah, her on the map. Yeah, that it really was the introduction. And Drake hopped on the song as yeah. well. That's how good, that's how much he liked it. That says a lot. So, yeah, man, that's that's all I have to say for it. I mean, this was really the album that's not going to be forgotten. Like, she really, this album really solidified her. This is the album that people are talking about that I never stopped hearing. So, yeah. It goes out to Summer Walker at number four. You're going to call me wild, but I don't have Summer Walker on my top ten. I know. <laughs> I know, and and obviously, um, she definitely deserves to be on the top ten. But for me... Yeah, I, mean, I had to get on my personal with this. Yeah, I, and, and I get that, but at the same time, I'm giving you my list. So, right, that's true. Um, so we can go either way with it, but for me, Summer Walker's album wasn't wasn't that for me. It's incredible. Don't get me wrong. The album is great. The music is good. Um, I think she has a dope personality and stuff like that. But for me, this is not top 10 album for me. This is not the album I was listening to this year. Even when everybody was, um, you know, loving it, hyping it up, it just didn't do anything for me personally, so I, I couldn't put it in my top 10. There were other albums that, to me, impacted me more. 
Um, I respect that. Um, but I mean, her impact on the culture, her vocals, her deselection quality, all of that is is lit. So shout out to Summer Walker. Um, you know, you know, tour again. Maybe I might come see you. Um, <laughs> number four <laughs> for me. Was that a little shot? <laughs> nah, nah. I mean, I was going. I was going to go to her show, but you know. You know, she canceled. <laughs> that was a shot. It was. It's cool though. The money came back real quick. Um, <laughs> number four, <laughs> Young Thug. So okay. much fun. Okay, respect. Yo, also Roger put that on. I'm sorry. I'm. He's shocking me today. Thug, we got Roddy Rich and Death Thug body. Roddy keeping the gangster for you, <laughs> bro. I don't know what it is this week, bro. <laughs> I've been on my gangster shit this week, bro. I've been on my. I've been on my trap shit this week, man. I was surprised because I know you so not gun ho, but you really uh, appreciation for lyrics. Yeah. So I respect that. That's why I was surprised. Like you got somebody like Young Thug on there. So I respect it. Well, you can't deny Young Thug's impact on the culture. Um, how many artists he has influenced, um, and also how he's been influenced has impacted the culture. He may not be the most lyrical. But his vocals, how he how he's able to um, manipulate his sound and his voice, um, it's phenomenal. Man. Yeah, it's, it's it's unhuman to be honest with you. Yeah, not that many people. Nobody could do what Young Thug can do. Nobody. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. With I can't you. think of nobody. Yeah, really. Thug is his own his own artist. You know what I mean? He's an alien. <laughs> yeah, and this album is fun, man. Um, it's why it's called so much fun, but. Literally, from the beginning of this album, it grabs you. It brings you right into the space of where it's supposed to be. Just how it is. Brings you into Thug's world. Um, Submate feature and future. It just turns up from there. And there's so many songs on here. I mean, literally every song. I love every song. Ecstasy, Fire, Hot and Fire. Then he came back with a remix of Travis Scott. This, and the video was just incredible. Um, then you got Light It Up where he's just... I love, I love, yeah. I <laughs> then surf, surf is like my theme song right now. Yeah, surf. That song is like that. Surf is, is is like my theme right now. Bad, bad, bad is lit. Uh, little baby is fire. Um, you know what's the move? Uzi killed that jump. Um, and what is the Cardi Gucci scarf jump? The Cardi uh, Gucci scarf. Um, what else? The mannequin challenge, and obviously London. Um. You know, which that song came out a lot earlier this year um, with J. Cole. That was surprising for him to have Cole on it. Well, not that surprising because, remember, J. Cole just did a KOD tour and he had Young Thug. And a lot of people were confused at that point because they're like, yo, Cole, why do you have Young Thug <laughs> right. open up for you? And right. then J. Cole was like, why not? He's fucking dope. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But. You know, they, they didn't expect an artist like Cole and Thug really? yeah, to, to collaborate. Yeah, Cole, Cole definitely knew what he was doing. And the whole theme of KOD is to pretty much understand this new life, this new version of hip-hop, the emo rap, the trap rap. He, you know, he, it was him coming into this new uh, element of hip-hop and seeing what J. Cole could do with in KOD. So who else to you know, open up for you and bring you into this world better than Young Thug. Right. You know what I mean? So I think it was a great collaboration. The London was a great song by both of them. Um, and, uh, yeah, Young Thug, so much fun. 
slime season. Like, slack. <laughs> Have an album J. Cole didn't drop an album this yes, year. He did. Yes, he did. J. Cole has Revenge of the, three, of the Dreamers 3. Oh, okay, okay, good. Okay. The compilation. But no, that's not in my top 10. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's not in my top 10. Either. Yeah, that, that's, I mean, under the sun. Yeah, but Curry, Curry didn't drop nothing, yo. So. Yeah. All right, so top three. Number three, Chad, what you got? Number three, I got Ariana Lennox. Shea Butter. Wow. I told you from the beginning, wow. man. I told you from the beginning, bro. Like, wow. That album's really that good to me. This show's about to get wild, y'all. Ari Linux is in Chad's top three. Okay. Yes. And it might be biased, but I don't care cause, because, um, well, it might be because, like, I listen to R&B a lot, but, okay, y'all. I'm trying, I'm trying to pull it up for y'all. Okay, Ariana Lennox, Shea Butter Baby. Okay. Now to dive into her, she's, um, I guess, the first female artist to be on J. Cole's label, Mm -hmm. Dreamville. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that kind of brought some attention to her. Um, She's definitely um, respected in the R&B community. People know what she's capable of doing and people that listen to R&B music. But um, to tackle on this and to look at our criteria, to just um, just for the people who just logged in, our criteria is cultural impact, lyrics and vocals, beats, quality, and skippable songs. Now, to tackle on to the first criteria, which is cultural impact, uh, it's definitely lacking that, I would say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think only because of how her layout is. I don't, I really feel like it's not because of her music. I really feel like it's because of her marketing and her team. And I heard some rumors that she was trying to, I think she's thinking about leaving Dreamville or it already happened. Oh wow. Yeah, so yeah, she's not happy of what happened. And um, I agree, I, uh, I'm with her. I, I wouldn't be happy either because- I thought she was good with it. I thought her and G. Cole were like really, Oh, they're good. It, they're, here's the thing: when it when it comes to business, it's different. Like you can have a great relationship with somebody, but if he's not executing as business, and may not it might not be. It's not personal. It's just something that she has to do with her, and she doesn't feel like she didn't get the recognition that she deserves. I, I definitely and do I agree. believe that this is definitely one of the best R&B albums of this year. It should have been talked about a lot. And it's a shame that she's not nominated for anything. Like, I mean, I cannot believe when I saw the Grammys uh, and I did not see Shea Butter Baby on there, I was confused. Uh, genuinely, I was confused. I was like, how is this not nominated? At least nominated, because this she, is an incredible album. And she has songs that could be hits if they were just played on the radio once. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know the technical stuff, the business aspect. Think- of it, but I know the music, so. Well, I mean, you gotta think about this too. Going into Dreamville, if you gotta look at Dreamville's camp, J. Cole is Dreamville, right? He's right. the number one artist. J. Cole is not one of those artists that's once, J. Cole haven't won anything, you know, any like awards or anything like that. So it's like, he's not that kind of artist that's looking to make music for Grammys or hip hop awards or to be played on radio. He's not that kind of artist. He's like, I just wanna make dope shit. You gonna like it or not? You know what I mean? Type type of vibe. So 
coming into Dreamville, you gotta kind of understand who who is your head and, right. and what he represents. So, well, um, I, I I get that, but it's it's again, it's just like you wanna you wanna be recognized at least. I'm pretty sure she don't care about the awards and the accolations and stuff, but. And she could have shot, she could have signed to any job company, Atlantic or whatever, you know what I mean, and, and done that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't know either. That's something I have to do some more research on, but she's top three for a reason for me. It's just basically straight music wise. From the other criteria, but if we're looking at the lyrics and the vocals, she executed that very well. The beat selection. Um if she gives me um Erica Badu, Jill Scott, and those dumb type of vibes, like mm-hmm. very soulful, mm-hmm. and I I just love music like that. I, I I think everybody likes music like that, like something that hits your soul, and something that's so relatable. Like there's this song on here, I'm not gonna spend too much time on it. It's called New Apartment. It's basically a song. A lot of girls that have their own apartment that live by themselves or just have a boyfriend, or whatever, they can relate to this song because you're usually in an apartment by yourself. You have a lot of time in your apartment by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's very relatable. It's something, and there's lyrics in there that are very memorable that you can sing over and over again. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of songs on here that, and lyrics that you can sing over and over again. So the 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 beat selection, the quality, there's no skippable songs. This is a, a complete great album. And I, I mentioned Skips this. Skips too. Like the whole story. Yeah, the skits, skits, yeah, yeah, everything's lit. And I feel like, personally, I feel like this is better than Summer Walker's album. I would keep saying this. Like, yeah. with Summer Walker, it was a good album, but I still feel like I just don't like albums that I could tell it was structurally mainstream. Structural, like, mainstream, yeah. like, you're treating me like I'm some type of robot. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're trying to, you're trying to win me over. With her, it's like, this is me. This is who I am. I'm letting you into my world. Right. So that's what I like about it. This is just great music. And that's my top three. It's definitely one of the best albums this year. Some standout tracks, obviously, Shea Butter Baby, the joint with J. Cole, and then BMO, Break Me Off. That joint's fire. That joint's really yeah, I don't listen to it. Please listen to Take it. Me out. Yeah, you don't like R&B music. You got to agree with me on that. All right, let's keep it moving. We don't got that much time. Um, number three for me, Gotta go to uh, Big Fountain. What? Tri- okay. Trippy Red. Okay. Trippy Red Love Letter 4. Wow. Um, Dang, that's hot. Yeah, and, and to me, it's well-deserved. And I, and I have to say this, because I had... Oh, motherfucker. I had time to really sit down and digest the whole Trippy Red album for a while now. And I still go back to it. Like, I go back to What's this album. It's a love letter for. Um, there's a lot of memorable songs on here. Um, from the beginning, Lee Ray, uh, LeRae brings you right in. Who Needs Love Keeps You, Love Sick, Love Me More, Real Feel. Um, Six Kids with Juice World, R.I.P. Um, then you got um, one of my favorite songs, R&B, Rich Millie Plains. Um, and then what also really surprised me, um, Chosen is also dope. Um, 
and a band that's featuring um, Ryder the Scientist. She's super, super dope. We just got hit to her. Um, the last song, Can You Rap Like Me, part two. He really just shitted on people. It's just like, okay, yeah, you know me from my melodies and singing and talk about this and that, but the kid can spit. The kid proved to him, proved himself that like, yo, like, I do this rap shit too. Um, this is one of those songs that like you just, this is one of those albums you just press play and you will be invited to a world and you don't need to do anything else but just listen. You know what I mean? And um, I love this kind of music. Um, and I love also what Trippy Red is doing now um, as one of the gatekeepers to this like emo rap kind of theme. You know, uh, sad boy music is what you like to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Juice World, XXX, um, you know, all these young kids that, you know, are going through some real shit um, and they're using their music to escape. They also use drugs, you know, to escape as well too. And Trippy really went to a space where he's like, I'm, I was close with Juice World, I was close with them, and now they're both gone. And he's making music just like them, you know, the same fan base that Trippy has, you know, fits with the XXX and fits with, Fish with Juice World, and he decided to come out and be like, "Hey, we're not doing drugs no more. I'm not no. I'm no longer doing drugs. I don't want none of my fans doing drugs. Um, you know, weed and water is enough." And I, I completely uh, commend him for doing it because he did not have to do that. He's a young kid. You know, he could just ignore it. He could just keep doing his music and making money, mm-hmm. um, or whatever. But he decided, no, I'm going to make a change i'm going to change i want i want to uh spread a positive message um to um to the people and when he performed at rolling loud recently in la he had everybody recite i will not do drugs unless it's weed and water (laughs) you know what i mean i I just thought that that was incredible shout out to trippy red for um you know for for growing up and taking a stand against um the evil of drug use and you know spreading some positivity and making really great music great album great artist love every single uh project that he has that comes out very happy about this one yeah i like that yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to see what else he got coming up but that's top three for me all right i'm gonna read the comments somebody yeah. said because she's not a hoes and refused to be that's why media mm. won't accept her. I agree That's with big. that. That's and big. I think that has a lot Who to do with it. Who said that? I don't know. Jay uh, Pensk uh, Cuisine? Yeah. Okay. Sorry if we butchered your name. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for your comment. Really appreciate it. Um, all right, man. You ready to get into these top two? Yes. Let's, uh, all right, my number two, y'all. Young Thug, so much fun. Not going to tackle into that because Imani just pretty much said everything I was there. Um, My man went from number seven to number two. How did that happen? Yeah, I don't I, – I was smoking <laughs> something earlier. It's like, nah. Well, yeah, man. I don't know what – I don't know why. That was yeah, crazy. Yeah, was wild. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought weird. about it just for a moment when I put it on. I was just like, this needs to be much higher. Yeah. Just off of impact alone. Yeah. And then the – yeah, just everything, the beat selection, the vocals. And let me just put it like this. The reason why I put him so much higher now is because he's so much different than everybody else. And mm-hmm. I think that's important when you want to be top-notch level. 
like somebody like Drake, Kendrick, Michael Jackson, Prince. Like when they look at artists like that, they like, he's that artist and he makes that type of music. Right. When they look at, I feel like Young Thug is gonna be that. Yeah, it might not be lyrical, but when you hear Young Thug, that's what yeah. you're hearing. Mm-hmm. And this album, I think really solidified because there was a lot of people that were Young Thug fans, but I think he just got more fans out of this. They finally yeah. understand him now because a lot of people were saying, I can't understand him. But he was able to articulate a lot more. You could hear, hear a lot. You could hear the growth. Like yeah. his growth. Like he also did an interview with Big Boy in the neighborhood. And that's a really dope interview. If you guys want to know more about Young Thug, who he is as an artist, as a person, and where he's at right now, definitely check out that Big Boy interview um, on uh, Big Boy in the Neighborhood uh, featuring Young Thug. Really great interview. That really made me, that really um, brought me in. And a lot of times, too, for me, Sometimes I need to know who the artist is before I listen to their music. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I really love looking at Breakfast Club, looking at Joe Budden, looking at Big Boy, um, Hot 97, Ebro in the Morning. You know, getting to know these artists and stuff like that really helps me with listening to their music. And when I saw the Big Boy interview with Young Thug, I was like, let me listen to this song again. And I immediately fell in love with the album um, all over again. Shout out to Young Thug, Slime Season, and shit stuff. So that's number two for you? Yeah, that's number two. <sighs> number two. I feel like I already know. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so. Wale. Wale. I knew it. I knew it. That's what I was thinking right yeah. in my head. Wale. I, I already knew it. Wow, that's crazy. First of all, sue me because I'm rooting for everybody that's black. <laughs> Period. Um, call me bias. I'm from Maryland. I don't care. I don't care. Fight me. Sue me. Um, Wale, wow, that's crazy. Uh, Wale dropped an album. You better put this on Twitter. Wale might repost that. (laughs) Okay. That's that's dope. Um, Wale's album is amazing, y'all. This is um, one of those albums that just is a clear um, start to finish dope project. what I was telling Chad, obviously, I, I go by what Ice Cube stands by. The intro got to bring you in. If the intro is not, you know, um, up to a certain a par, you know, level, then the rest of your project can't be that good. You know what I mean? Like the, the, That's his best song to me, that first one. That Sue Me song the is song just really another good. level. If when you – when I listen to that song, it, I literally get chills, man. Like yeah. – if I, I play that in the song, if I play that in the car, um, or in the head, or my headphones on, and I hear the suit me, like it just—it's so empowering. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just, just the—we already know how powerful, um, you know, black people are and stuff like that, and what's going on. But just to hear it being said, you know, so boldly, um, coming from somebody like Wale, I think is amazing. Um, and then you know, he also shows love to his African roots, his Ghana. I'm sorry, Nigerian roots. Um have been with, doing that for a while now. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? His parents are both Nigerian. You Especially know what I mean? the black women. Yeah, and he shows, he's been showing love to, you know, black women for, you know, ever. I mean, he has a lot of dope music, um, obviously highlighting um, black love, black women and stuff like that, even though he may not get the same kind of love back, you know, but people do respect Wale. And Wale has had a great year. Um, I'm very happy for his progression. Um, he had a moment where, you know, he, he actually went on Twitter and said, you know, I'm one of the best artists 
you know, alive right now. You know, he 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 put that out there, and he was trending number one, you know, on, on Twitter for a while. Um, and everybody was agreeing with him. Like, this is one of the first times that I've seen more people stand up taking for Wale yeah. and taking the side. Because usually it's so many negative things. Like, people love to talk negative stuff about, you know, people. But this time around, it was different. This I was happy when that moment happened. I he, needed, he needed that. He needed that. And I feel like when Wale actually starts feeling more confident and starts talking about his, like, I yeah, I am one of the best. I am I came out here with Kid Cudi and Drake, you know what I mean, uh, on, on the Fresh Recover. I, I was out here. I, J. Cole opened up for me, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I am one of those guys, you know what I mean? You can't just talk about the best rappers of this generation and not mention me, yeah, you agree. know what I mean? I am here, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, quit to forget, man. And every single time, I get reminded, man, every year, Wally has a, um, a New Year's Day um, concert here in D.C. Um, at the Fillmore in Silver Spring. And every single time I go to that concert, man, I get reminded of how many hits this man has. The man is gifted. He's talented. He has um, a huge catalog of amazing music. Um, he's done music with some incredible people like, you know, Rihanna and Nicki and, and Jay and, 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 and Kid Cudi. And there's just so many people that are J. Cole, you know, people that respect him. Um, LeBron was playing his music, you know, when, when the album came out. So, you know, anyway, shout out to Wale. I feel like his impact, um, for one, the cultural impact could have been better. But, you know, that's just also, to me, just lack of knowledge, lack of people really understanding truly who he is as an artist. Yeah. So many people are just stuck off of, you know, who, who they think Wale is. Yeah, and it's a, it's a trap era, too. So it's, yeah. it's harder for a um, lyrical rapper like Wale. Yeah. He's super gifted. He's definitely gifted as Jay-Z. You know, say he is the gifted rapper. Yeah, definitely. And and I mean, if you have somebody like Jay Z saying that this is going to be this is one of the best rappers alive, you can't just deny Jay Z. Jay Z is, you know, Jay Z. You know, so if Jay Z said Wale is out here with Kendrick Cole and Drake, then why can't everybody else get behind that? So anyway, check out Wale. Wow, that's crazy. Sue Me is amazing. Um, BGM Black Girl Magic is dope. you know, the jump on Chill, you know, that's his main single. I don't really care for that one that much. To me, it kind of died out. Debbie is Fire, it's a fucking two-step dance. Mm-hmm. And he got um, Set You Free. The Kelly Price features is amazing. Like, I can talk about this album for a minute, but I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you guys do your own research. Check out this album for yourselves. Listen to it. Um, tell us what you guys think. Um, you might think I'm wrong or made a mistake, but I don't care. I say what I said. All right, anyway. <laughs> now for the finale. The finale, the last two. The number one, numero uno. Let's check the phone real quick before. Um... Oh, yeah, let's check the comments real quick. All right, let's see here. Okay, long enough to the same one. Okay. Sorry. All right, so uh, let me see real quick. Let me let you go ahead. Okay. Chad Visionaire. I feel like we got the same number one. We might. We might. I don't know. I don't know if you're going to get to say what I do. You might. Eh. You sure? I don't know. I don't know. It, it, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Y'all ready? Drum roll, please. Those <laughs> two. Post Malone, Hollywood. Oh, Malone. shit. Really? really? Oh, no. I'm definitely not here. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Really? really? Post Malone number one? Album of the year? Yeah. It's number one. 
especially Impact alone. Like, and on Google oh, it says and ninety-seven percent like this. This is number one. All right, all right. I gotta put it into this. And a, there was a song. I, okay, go ahead. I gotta, I gotta stop you. I gotta stop you. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, bro. It's the truth. No. Um, Post Malone, don't get me wrong, is definitely an incredible artist overall. Um, I did. Um, we did see Post Malone on accident, <laughs> you know, and roll it out. Um, and I actually, by seeing him by accident, made me a fan um, of some of his music. He is a great live performer, um, which I was very surprised. His, his vocals, his tones, is really good. He can control his voice really well live. This album, though, Hollywood, we're talking about Hollywood Bleeding. I cannot give Hollywood Bleeding the number one song of this year. Hollywood Bleeding is not in my top ten. Of, of best albums this year. Um, just because there are too many skippable songs, unfortunately. I mean, they're decent enough to get through, but I'm, I don't remember. I remember Enemies. I think that's the one with me. Yeah, that's, yeah, okay. Circles is great. Sunflower is a banger. Internet, I think that has that a That was on a movie, by the way. Yeah, Spider-Man Jump, okay. It was a big movie. Um, I don't Goodbyes. know. Shout out to I am Austin. Uh, he said Hollywood wow, was What they're still playing well in the club. Like it's, it's a bunch. Of it was wrong. good, man. But I can't give this a number one. That's kind of wild, bro. Like I, I maybe number ten, maybe snucking, maybe being making on the list. Yeah, I get you. But number one, I've been and for for really, I don't expect that from you because normally you're the kind of person like, man, fuck the numbers. I don't care about how they you know they sell or concert tickets or whatever. But this is very uh, this is very confusing to me. I I really can't. You know what? I'm gonna let Chad have his moment. Chad said what he said. I'm not gonna tear him up that much. I'm just gonna say what I'm gonna say on my list. Okay. Number one for E Money Boss. Need some shit with some bop in it. Hold up. <laughs> um, fuck a Mac, bro. Uh, number one album of 2019 is going to go to the baby, Kirk. There is not an individual. There is nobody this year. We're definitely on two separate pages. I don't care. <laughs> Ain't nobody had a more impactful, crazier year than the baby. Honestly. I'll give you that. The baby I dropped two albums this year. He dropped two albums. The first album was Baby on Baby. That's where the hits uh, song Shug was on. Um, but he also, when Shug became the number one song, his dad passed away at the same time. Um, when his dad away, um, was also around the same week that we lost Nipsey Hussle. There was a lot of things that were going on during this time where it's like, yo, you know, I should just take a break. I should just cool out um or whatever um but instead he went back to the studio he put in more work he he came out with a project that was really polarizing and this this album from start to finish has has hits on hits on hits this is being played in the streets this is being played in the clubs this is being played everywhere everybody loves the baby right now i'm sorry the baby's album Starting from intro to off the rip to bop to vibe 
Pop Star with Kevin Gates, Gothel with Chance the Rapper, Gucci Man, um, iPhone with Nicki Minaj, Toes with Lil Baby, Money Back Yo, really with Son of uh, for Vegas, probably heard with Fire, Raw Shit with Migos, There He Go, and XXL. I mean, this album, you get 13 songs. It's not overly done. It's only like 40 minutes long. This is a perfect album that you can start from, from start to finish. I was just in the gym today, and I, I could listen to every single song on my workout. I, this is the album that I kept going back to. I was like, okay, who had the most impactful year? It had to be the baby. You I, know what I mean? I agree with that, but All right. I don't agree that's a good album. I'm sorry. The beat selection was, was dope. The quality of the music in here was dope, and there's not one song in here that you skip. Every single one of these drums are a fire-ass hit. You know what I mean? Like I said, he came off of having just uh, a crazy year, up and down year, where he had the number one song. His dad passed away. So he had his highest moment and his lowest moment at the same time. You know what I mean? And then still to be able to capitalize, come out here, make dope music. He, he, had, he brought the fucking Jabberwockies back. <laughs> he brought the Jabberwockies fucking back out the grave, man. Like, look, I said what I said. Um... The baby has the number one album this year, period. That's not it, bro. Sue me. Sue me. <laughs> I'm gonna give you why it's not it's not top. It's not even my top ten. I, I heard I agree with you. He's very impactful. He had the most impactful. I'll definitely give you that. But unfortunately we critique it albums and with albums, this is definitely not a project that I'm gonna be playing. This is not a project I'm playing now. Like if I wanna get hyped and I'm, and I wanna have a kickback, throw a party. I might put this out. I, you know, no, I'll, I'll, I'll no put choice. this yeah, I'll put this you out. You have no choice. Everybody's going to listen to this. Song. But as far as um, longevity, it's not there, bro. It's, um, I'll give you an example um, with the Ludacris album. What, uh, what's that song he did, Money Shaker? He had a lot of hits on that album. And people don't really play that album like that. People don't go up back to that Ludacris album. I think I know what you, you know what I'm talking about. But them type of albums, bro, them. And another thing is, what I don't like about the baby is, and this might be because, you know, he's very marketable too. Like I know he's smart when it comes to marketing, but um these are the same flow every single time. Like that's that's annoying. And people agree with people could definitely agree with me. Like it's the same flow and it, you're not versatile at all, bro. There's no there was no growth. This album was the same as Baby on Baby no, too. It was definitely, <laughs> bro. Like this, this was definitely another level for baby to one baby, bro. It wasn't. This is not number one album. It is number one. Album. You said Hollywood bleeding by Post Malone, so I don't even know what you're talking about right now. They gonna know. Once we post, they gonna know. When we post this up, they gonna know. okay. All right, y'all. <laughs> okay. All right, buddy. All right, y'all. We're not gonna agree to everything, okay? Yeah, but they are number one. Was so completely. So Listen, different. It speaks volumes. It does. And the craziest thing is that your number one was not on my list and my number one was not on your list. Yeah. So that that says that says a lot right there. But we, we were pretty consistent with the other albums. I would rather you put Wale on number one. I mean, I couldn't know. <laughs> I couldn't know. Just because off of impact alone, the babe the baby is having his year right now. Yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? It's his year. He's he's on top right now. There's nobody there's not a uh, higher artist in the baby right now. This in 2019. There's nobody. Mark my words though. If y'all ever keep watching us still, because we going we gonna be top. He'll gonna be top certified for. Oh yeah. In the future. I'm gonna remember this. Um, 
podcast. For y'all that like the baby, I ain't knocking it. Go ahead and have y'all fun with the baby. You know, he does have the face and the ego and the music right now. But I'm telling you, this guy is not going to be certified in the next three years. I'll give it three years. This is, he not it. I'm All right. telling you. That's kind of disrespectful. Okay, anyway. Um, not that good. So that's, that's it, y'all. That's Top Hill, episode 13. This was our 2019 wrap-up. Um, next episode, episode 14, is going to be crazy. We're going to do the top 10 albums of the decade. That's going to be really tough. That's going to be hard. I, I know who number one is. I think everybody knows who the number one album of the decade is, but we'll see what else falls in Yeah, line. I think number two, three, four, five, and the other one's going to be the hardest. Yeah. Number one was number one, pretty easy. Yeah, pretty easy. It's <laughs> pretty easy. I th- <laughs> to me. Yeah. I, think, I think we'll get that those one both right. But let's, let's give our recap of our top ten albums of this year one more time, um, and then let's wrap up this shit. Um, no, top ten for E-Money Boss. Number ten is Kanye West, Jesus is King. Number nine is Burner Boy, African Giant. Number eight is The Game, Born to Rap. Number seven is Roddy Rich. Please excuse my, uh, please excuse me for being antisocial. Number six is Chicks Take Five. Number five is Tyler the Creator with Igor. Number four is Young Thug, So Much Fun. Number three is Trippy Red, Love Letter for You Four. Number two is Wale, Wow That's Crazy. And number one is The Baby, Kurt. Wow. Okay, so at number 10, I got Gunna, Drip or Drown 2. And number 9, I got Kanye West, Jesus King. And number 8, I got Sir, Chasing Summer. And number 7, I got Solange, When I Get Home. And number 6, I got Tyler, the Creator, Igor. And number 5, I got Rodney Rich, Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial. And number 4, I got Summer Walker, Over. Number three, Ariana Lennox, Shea Butter Baby. Number two, Young Thug, So Much Fun. And number one, Post Malone, Hollywood Bleed. That's it, y'all. We're going to put up our list um, online. We'll let you guys vote on whose list was uh, the top hill for you guys. And we'll go from there. Uh, Thank you guys so much for checking out uh, the number one hip-hop culture and black business podcast. this is going to be our season finale, part one. Part two will be next week with the um, top albums of the decade. And then we're going to get into season two, which is going to have guests on the show. We're going to have, you know, a lot of black businesses, entrepreneurs, artists, um, a lot of great people that we know that's going to come on this show. And yeah, definitely. It's going to be more, uh, we're going to touch more on black businesses. We've been kind of not touching that on that as much. Yeah, because we're going to have more people coming on the show and actually talk about theirs in real time. So, all right, y'all. Appreciate you guys for tuning in to another episode. We'll see you guys next week. All right, see y'all later. Thanks for watching. Peace. Peace. Damn.